0: The Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm up with Warlow and Moods. Uh,
1: good morning. Welcome along to the warm up for another week. A good Saturday morning and a big show on the way, too. After what was a cracker game at the MCG last night, the Blues one point winners to make it through the prelim over the Ds. Of course, they'll take on Brisbane. Next weekend, Scotty Cummings to join us a little bit later to preview Port and the Giants. We've got Moons a six pack. Looking for it might be his best yet, to be honest. We'll look Easy. forward to that in a moment. Moons, welcome to you, mate.
2: Good morning, you all. good morning, everybody. What a great morning it is to be a Carlton man,
1: unbelievable. Or a Carlton
2: person, I should say.
1: Yes, it was. Uh, well, I mean, the game was. Uh, it was a it was a good contest. It was a great contest. It was, contest, a, it, was, a, it, was a, it was a scrappy affair yeah, at times.
2: Absolutely, it was. But that's
1: finals as well. Um, lowish scoring. But overall, Melbourne, two weeks in a row, have kicked themselves out of a game of footy.
2: Yes, they have. Uh, what was it, 9-17 uh, last week? I think they had nearly, nearly just under 70 inside 50s. Yep. Lost that one against Collingwood. All the stats were around about the same. So, it was, it was like I said, it was a great contest, close game. Everything was around the same, but it was that s- shots at goal or that percentage of... Shots a goal was just really horrible for Melbourne. Again. Yeah. yeah. They, again. And they didn't really look like it, to be honest, going forward. I mean, the, the same contributors in the midfield. Max Gorn was probably a bit down. Yes, he was a little bit. Um, but I think the biggest one, again, is just they just don't they haven't taken their opportunities. Yeah. It's been really noticeable, particularly at the end of the year, how they've been going. I mean, Fritz, two goals, three. He's usually, you know... He's gonna kick you four of those, have those five shots. He's been so good. Pickett two three as well. He had a hot night. Yeah, he has been all over the place. Well, I mean, as he was a bit of a cannonball. He was a cannonball, that's what I mean. That was his (laughs) hot night.
1: I don't I did see Cripps go off there at one stage. Didn't quite see the angle of where he actually potentially. Well, he came off with a
2: blood nose, so clearly there was a a head clash. Yes, but I didn't
1: see an angle thus far that actually cl- got him on the on the nose. But no. obviously it
2: did. The shoulder the sh- shoulder was right under the chest. So it was a, it was a great, you're going to say it was a good hit, but at the end of the day, he yeah. had to come off of the blood rule, so there was a head clash. so he'll get straight, straight sets further. for the Ds. Two years in a row. Wow. Well, it's um concerning. I mean, yeah. we always see,
1: I guess, clubs, well, you've been part of a club that actually did cash in, mm. have success, but the Ds, they got their grand final, which was great, but now they Feel like they haven't they haven't sort of made the most of the the team well they haven't
2: they, I mean we talk about this list and we say like this this list should have or should walk away with at least two and you know, we thought maybe three because of how talented they are and young and the group that came through together but their forward line has been a bit of a problem always uh, yeah and we've seen now last year at the halfway mark they were what ten and zip or mm. whatever it might have been it and, was. and then they just fell to pieces. This year you thought, oh they might have just got it right. But again just injuries to key people particularly up in their forward line, but they really don't have that genuine key forward that most clubs have. Yep. They don't have a Kerno or anything like that, yeah. that that we've seen over
1: the last few years. So Van Rooyen of course went down last week and then they don't replace him with a bigger yeah. player. And he's just a
2: kid Van Rooyen at the moment. Yep. So yeah, they've got some questions to go there.
1: Let's touch on the Blues because um, the the kid in you would have it's been excited so last night as a as a blues fan growing up but just um, being out and about last night watching the game and even on social media the blues fans um they've had a bit of pain for 20 years in that sense i mean i don't feel sorry for them but at the same time <laughs> but at the same but you time soak it up yeah absolutely now um i was with a couple of mates last night watching the game one of them a blues fan and it was almost in tears just in terms of like Oh, thank God for that. And then another mate who's an Essendon fan's like, what? you've been a bit selfish, you've won two finals. Like, can we have one sort of thing? So it does resonate with people. And uh, I actually caught, I'm not sure if you were across it, but N. have been running Blues Radio oh. over the last couple of weeks. It's been is incredible. This Andy Andy Ma is the main lose commentator. lose his mind last night? Yes, he did. Mark McClure, Wayne Johnson on there, the Dominator. They had D's Radio, but that was a bit of a watered-down uh, display. <laughs> but have a listen to this. This is uh, Blake Akers kicking the goal... Uh, to uh, hit, get the blues to hit the front, and then also the final siren. Kicks he the he in,
0: in the middle, middle. We're go. now we're going to go. Switches come on, on. Ollie. No. on come on, come on, get it to Doc, 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 Doc. 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 Come on, Come on, Doctor, to the top of the switch. Oh my God! Yeah. Doc. Yes, you yes. What is happening here? What is happening in this game of football? <laughs> You've got to stop him. You've got to stop you gotta him.
2: Gotta stop Come on, this. He's going. Gonna... Yeah! <laughs> Incredible. I'm not sure Anima even was doing his job properly there he was just cheering yeah it <laughs> like, just becomes America. give us some play by play Mari. it was
1: incredible <laughs> i sort of watched it a few times this morning on the way in and it actually gave me some tingles it, it actually reminded me i haven't got the audio there but it was like it's go, go, go. that's what it was like it was it was just you got caught up in the emotion oh, of it all which
2: and, and you should if you can I And mean, we saw this we spoke about this a, while, a couple of weeks back we saw this with uh, richmond back in 2017 and yeah, we talk about the Tiger Army the coming surge. in. The surge. The surge of just this power powerhouse that finally came back to life. And, you know, and as you said, Carlton not have been down for a long, long time. Yep. I mean, we, we keep... And I was watching it last night and Paddy Cripps, you know, did the interview. And all he could just say was just like, have a look at this. Yeah. This is like... He's 180-odd games in and these are his first two finals. And he's playing. F- he's played in front thousand. of 90-plus thousand. He's um, just thinking... Why hasn't this been happening more? I know.
1: And you go to those sort of clubs to play in those sort of games, and he just hasn't had that opportunity. Mm. 96,000 or over 96,000 last night. Three million at the G this year, which is just incredible, with the couple of uh, prelim and grand final
2: to come. There's not many sports in the world that could do that. No, just quickly, Blues, any chance against the Oh, Everyone's a chance. Uh, Brisbane are in the absolute Box suit, yes. Of course. Right now, to to play in a premiership, or to play in a grand final, uh, I'd be surprised if it's not Collingwood Brisbane. We'll talk about that next week. Um, but God, when you're writing this emotion, why why can't you? Yeah, it'll uh, it'll why be a cracker you?
1: next week. Uh, Collingwood. I just
2: hope. Yeah, I, I hope it's just a cracker. I really do.
1: Yeah, Collingwood will play the winner of tonight's game, which is Port and the Giants. We'll chat to Scotty Cummings uh, a little bit later. on about that one. Hey, um Robbie Williams. Love him. Love Robbie Williams. Oh, I love him. He's actually back in Australia playing a day on the green again, yes. I think, later this year. Did uh, you do the one down at Mount oh, I did. It was I think I had a tear my eye. Now yeah. I did have probably a couple yeah, of sherbets, 20 pots. But um it was like oh, I can't believe he's here. Like it was incredible. So um well,
2: I've has, seen three times now. Saw him once at Eddie Had back when it was Eddie Had uh down at, day at, day at the Green yep. Down at Mount Dunedin And then obviously the Grand Final Yeah That was the best 20 minutes of my life Which
1: was great And I loved it at the Grand Final When he said Alright He played his new single Alright back to the <laughs> yeah. Let's get rid of that Let's get back <laughs> to the That was just ridiculous But he's lost the plot In the last uh, few weeks So Ange Posticoglu of course Has been at Tottenham So he made up a song He was singing a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. About Ange You know like Big Ange, da, da 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 And he's losing the plot He was a bit of a Swans fan But I don't know if he's Falling off the Swans Anyway last night He's watching the Blues He's uh He's come up with another song he might have had 20 pots
3: (laughs) wow is it like this every year because i am so in my god the conies in the air
1: everywhere i look around (laughs) the conies everywhere Leaving bodies on the ground.
2: And he goes on and on and <laughs> if, on. If he was just riffing that off the top of his head, that is fantastic.
1: Yep, that's what he's doing. He's watching the game in a hotel room or house, whatever, and he's just like, right, I, I'll go again. He's just been... Um, I don't know, know if he's now, a
2: genius now, or he's now, lost Now, if plot. you're a Carlton, you need to get Robbie down this week to oh. the footy club. Give him a jumper. If he walks on stage at Day of the Green somewhere wearing a blues jumper, yeah, your club's made it.
1: Absolutely. Actually, that's a great idea. Hey, um... Trade period coming up, mate. We love this time of year. There's, um, I guess, a few players have asked for some trades. I think the Brodie-Grunny one's an interesting one, uh, if he gets the Swans or not. I was actually thinking during the week about the Swans and the Saints. Obviously, both going out in the first week of the finals. I can't really remember two teams going out in the first week of the finals that doesn't seem to have much fallout. I say that because the Swans had injuries this year and they got back into the eight. Mm. Great effort. They'll probably regroup a little bit next year. The Saints got... I reckon, everything
2: out of their list. Yes.
1: So there wasn't much – people weren't coming for either team once they were out of the no, finals. No, I don't
2: think so. I, I think from a Sydney point of view, the fact that they even got to where they got to. Yeah. When they, they, they The start of their year was horrendous, the injuries and all of those type of things. And then they came flying home. I thought everyone said, you know what, that's, that's a bit of a tick. Yeah. Respect that. Yep. Saints, nobody's expecting St Kilda to play finals. Uh, even through the middle of the year when – they wobbly. weren't going too well. They got a bit yeah. wobbly. Everyone's expecting them to fall out, but everyone around them was losing as well. Yes. So they stayed in there. And and I thought the fact that they got there and played a final, that was a big tick. Massive tick. So no fallout for mine.
1: So Grundy might get to the swines. I want to ask you a really good question before we uh, head to your six-pack uh, after the break. Do players in the dressing room know that players are looking for opportunities and have spoken about it? Because I was saying before the show, like if you work in an office or a workplace and you're a mate with someone and they're looking for another job or going for a job interview, you sort of talk about Mm. it at work before the bosses know clearly. Does that happen at the clubs?
2: Uh, There would be conversations between teammates. I don't think not everybody would know. Now, the Grundy one's a really interesting one because they all know he's off talking to to other clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that to me... Particularly when you're playing finals football and he's in the picture, particularly in the position they're in. Yeah, I, I, that was a that was a hard, that would be a hard one for me. Well, the I'd cl- basically say, hey mate, why don't you just not come into training?
1: Well, I think it's it, it falls down to you're not playing again anyway, yeah. mate. So do whatever you like, sort of thing. We'll get the best deal mm. for you. I I, ca- I can't imagine it could be any other way. You're not imagine any like I just can't think of a player
2: who's active. Who no, re- not in our game. NRL, you see it a little, you see it yeah. a fair bit actually. Um, but no, I mean, but players would talk like, like if you and I were teammates and we're sitting next to each other in the locker, and I knew you were thinking about going, and you might say to me, "Hey, man, I'm... Discussing with Port Adelaide yeah, or whatever. I've got a couple of clubs that yeah, may yeah. come yeah. in for me because I'd be sitting there saying, "Mate, it's probably time. You know, you probably do need <laughs> to look because you know things." You've are never going. played. We mate, all know. Like, we all know who's yep. who's coming or going and all those type of things. So you can do that. Yep.
1: All right, we've got a big show on the way. Scotty Cummings to join us uh, very soon. We've also got Moons' six pack. We're gonna take a trip down Memory Lane. Oh. Stay with us on the warm up.
0: For Furfy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong, You're listening to the Warm Up with Warlow and Moons. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is
1: the warm-up with Warlow and Moves. Uh, pleased to come this morning on the warm-up. All thanks to Little Creatures at Furphy. Uh, fantastic. Great be talking Furphy this weekend at Little Creatures in Geelong. Great spot to have a beer. And the sun is out for a change, which is nice. It's finals time. Scotty Cummings going to join us very soon. Scotty! Yes, we'll talk about uh, the game tonight, Port Adelaide and the Giants. Looking forward to that. And our buying and selling in the marketplace to come. As well, But Moons, let's get into your favourite part of the week, your six-pack. Over
3: the top to Mooney. Aiming at a career-best six right here. Runs it and gets it. Moons'
0: six-pack for little creatures. All creatures welcome.
1: Yeah, each and every week, it's Moons' six-pack. All thanks to little creatures. We're going to go through six things from this week. And Moons, I've sort of seen or read in the paper this week or online, and I guess it's been a bit of a trend over the last few years, particularly in the movies, is that they're bringing back... Old movies, like either redoing them or rehashing yeah. them, whatever. And I saw a show that's going to be brought back to Australian TV uh, next year, I mm-hmm. believe. Uh, you, everyone would have watched it at some stage as a kid. It's the old Wheel of Fortune. Loved it. Oh, Burjo. baby John Burgess and uh, Adriana, Adriana or Adriana, yeah.
2: She, she was fantastic. Sure. So that's making you're 10 or 11 years of age. Oh, you're wow. thinking, Hello. We, I'll this buy a vowel. Is what I've got to look forward to. <laughs> I'll buy a vowel if you don't mind.
1: Uh, there you go. So that's making a comeback. And we thought, well, let's have a look at things. We always look at changes in the game. Mm. What can we do? What's happening? Rule changes. And sometimes that can be frustrating. So this week, mate, I reached out and said, hey, how about your six packies? Things that we'd love to see come back yes. into the AFL or we miss from yesteryear.
2: Well, I'm loving this because apparently last week I became a TikTok sensation yes. with my Cain Corn story.
1: Yeah, which was great which when was you slammed nice him yes. into the ground and I think it was just grand more about final. Me slamming Cain Corn. Well, I, I think it. people love
2: to hate Cain, <laughs> yes. I love Corn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to start with this one. Now, at number six, as a kid, we all grew up watching these videos. And back then it was videos. Yep. The old Biff, Bumps and Brawlers. Remember those? Yes, They were the best thing you ever see.
1: That game was, the game promotion was yes. all around that. That's why you watched footy. <laughs> Biff,
2: Buffs and Brawls. Like, seriously. Imagine someone brought that up today. Imagine, a bunch if of back,
1: fights. imagine if you went back in a season, say, pick a year, say, around me 84, right? And go, right, I'm going to watch every game back and we're going to see how many suspensions we can pull out. I wonder what the actual number Mate. would be. It would
2: be incredible. It would be hundreds of weeks <laughs> yes. compared to what we're doing today. All right, number five. Okay, number five. Now... On the back of last week, no Sunday final. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, there always used to be a Sunday final. I remember 2007, our first finals against North Melbourne was on a Sunday. We beat them by 100 points. And it was just a beautiful day. Sun was out. I miss Sunday finals football. I really do. I think the
1: day, just day football. Yes. That, yeah, I guess because it is. We like, don't e- do enough even day, even day local football. Even in local footy, you get the sunshine. You go and watch. You get jealous if you're not playing. So, And I think the bottom Four teams of the eight, so five to eight yes. should have to play potentially on the Sunday. So the top four at least get some advantage the second week if you lose.
2: Well, I know because yeah. well, it's TV ratings and that's what we're all about of now. Course. We're all about the ratings, we're all about the money. So we're on Thursday night footy because that's eyes on the on the TV. But I was just sitting there on a Sunday going, God, I miss Sunday finals football. Yep. So that was another one. Uh, full forwards at full forward. Oh, uh. Now, would it be nice to actually see that come back into the game?
1: It would be mate. We'll ask Scotty Cummings uh, a bit about that because he was the
2: last of the great full forwards. He
1: was a he was a full forward at full forward at full forward. He yeah. didn't leave the, the goal <laughs> <Gulf> square, Scotty. <laughs> so we'll talk to him a little bit about that. But like, if you think of the last last hurrahs of the full forwards, you're probably thinking more along the lines of Feather Matty Lloyd.
2: Well, and and probably Buddy when he kicked his hundred yeah, in right. 08. Yep. because that was still then you. you Virtually played out of the goal well, square Well, Fair still. probably
1: finished then because I think that was the year that they stopped Fair from getting the 100. Yes. Yeah, so that, yeah, so exactly, yeah. So those, those, ones sort of that, ones, those days are missed, gone, unfortunately. You go to the footy as a kid, you'd sit behind the goals right. or near the goals and you'd watch Gary Ablett Senior walk to the goal square and like you would be there all day and you're like, oh, yeah. this is amazing. How
2: good is this? You sit down that end and if you're good oh. enough, you'd run down yeah. the other <laughs> so end those days. Get, yeah. Uh, number three, uh, no, was it number four? Number three. Number three. One-on-one footy. Now, this goes back to a little bit of the force stuff, but just one-on-one football. Yep. Kerry, Jakovic, all of those. Nowadays, you've got – as a forward, you've got two blokes coming over the top and then there was a years there where you had the spare man that would come down and yep. play and, oh, God, it used to annoy me. No one now understands one-on-one football. You can't actually
1: it sort of in the week going, I can't wait till these two go head-to-head because it just doesn't happen. Even the best-on-ballers realistically don't go yeah. head-to-head. So, yeah, that, that one is one – particularly, I guess, as a forward, either a full forward or center forward, you know, can't wait Yeah, yet. But said, even carries, Scarlo.
2: When, when I used to watch Scarlo, early days, you know, you take on Lloyd, take on Neats, and all of these kind of like, these great full forwards. Like, they were just great tread rate. They were just great to watch even from when I was sitting there or playing with him. Like, it was amazing. And then you have conversations
1: during the week, oh, you know, Silvani's got it over, at his yeah. played, you know, whatever it would be. But And then this week, you know, the last four games. But now you don't know who's played on who in the past. So, yeah. all right, number two. Number two. Things Classic. that we see from the AFL or VFL.
2: Well, this is probably really early in my days, and this is probably didn't last too long, but beers in the rooms after the game. Just have a beer in the room with the lads. Just sitting down. Completely Boots gone. off. Completely gone. Even though I saw the Bulldogs do it uh, a couple of times. So if, if you've got to maybe a seven or eight day break, I saw the Bulldogs have a couple of beers in the rooms. So I think it was this year or last. When did it cut it off for outside? you? Can you remember? Oh, my first year when I got there. Yep. I think my first year there, but dietitians came in and then just ruined everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a it's one of those ones, even with local and country footy, like, there's nothing better after oh. a win. Sitting there My on one regret not
2: playing local football when I finished was so I could just sit in the change rooms. Take your boots off. And just have a couple of beers with the boys after a game. Perfect. They were the days.
1: All right, number one, mate. What's the thing? Number one. Now,
2: this has completely gone out the window because everybody's gotten a little bit soft on this one. But back in the day when I was playing, when I was younger, used to be a little bit of banter between yourself and the umpires. And they were great. So the umpires would give it to you, you'd give it back to him, and at the end of the day, you'd have a bit of a laugh. Nowadays, you sneeze and you get a 50 and get reported. Now, you've had some... Look, I've we had a few run-ins with a couple a of them. have had
1: a fair few run-ins. In fact, we, we located an article um, from 2005 <laughs> that Bomber Thompson said is contributing to your anger issues. Well, so, they were. They were.
2: So. They can't get a and decision right. And it did say right. defender Cam Mooney yeah, back in 2005, yeah, it was which also is surprising. But uh, I remember this one. now. I think it was Brett Allen. Remember Brett Allen, the umpire? Yes. Fantastic umpire. Played, I think he umpired over, well over 300 games. So it was a pre-season game. I think it was 2001. And I think we are playing Port Adelaide. It was that... Docklands, I think it was Docklands at the time. Roof was open, so it was early March or late March. Anyway, so I'm playing and I'm yelling at him because he didn't give me a free kick or something and then eventually I had a shot at goal and I missed. So he's standing behind me, having a go at me, going virtually into me about my missed shot. Because you've missed. Because I've missed. So this is the bandit going back and forth. So I'm standing on the mark as the, as the fullback's about to kick in and as he's chirping at me, I'm then sticking my finger up at him the reverse bird. <laughs> the reverse bird to the umpire, <laughs> who's then telling me, I see it, dickhead, I see it. Really? That's <laughs> and then, the ump. You know what? And after the game, we had a laugh, we shook hands, and everything yep. was sweet. Moved on. Unbelievable. They were the days where you and the umpire could go back and forth. I miss those
1: days. Yeah, I, I love the old passion of when, you, when someone disagreed with a decision, they could actually somewhat remonstrate. Like,
2: oh, there's great vision of like Brian Taylor. Oh. Brian Taylor would get, honestly get life. Yeah, doing that now. Yeah,
1: Some of the stuff that he did. That's Moons' a six back, Incredible stuff. Let's go. Biff bumps and brawlers. Full forwards, at full forward. 101 footy. Beers in the rooms. Sunday finals. And of course, back chat to the umpires. Now, we're not condoning it, but we do miss it this time, it. <laughs> particularly in junior footy. All right. Um, let's quickly, just for a second, touch on tonight's game. We're going to chat more, I guess, with Scotty Cummings uh, in a moment. Port and uh, the Giants. The Giants are on some sort of a roll. We, this is a term that's come into. AFL and sport in general. Recency bias. So Mm. we always feel like the team that wins first week from the bottom four has this edge over the team that lost the week before. So Melbourne and Carlton, then you've got today Giants and of course Port Adelaide. So do we think the Giants are that good because Port lost last week or is this genuine?
2: Look, I think this, look, I'm a big believer in the top four genuinely go through because they are the top four for a reason. But I can see the case this year on the back of the two best teams, I guess, leading into the finals were Carlton and GWS. Yeah, of course, the form line. And, 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 and you look at, I guess, Melbourne's form line wasn't great and Port's form line wasn't great. So I can absolutely see why everyone's yeah, thinking going going down that path. But I still genuinely believe that Port Adelaide at home and I know there was some stuff said about this week about can they get a crowd there. They'll get a big crowd there, don't worry. This is going to be huge. And Charlie Dixon back in, my boy Dixon. I love him, uh, but I'm really surprised with... Vinlayson, they, they've named him as an omission, yeah. now, whether they use him a little bit later as a sub. I think he'll be
1: a sub. This is the AFL. But his form oh, hasn't been be great right. the
2: last couple of weeks.
1: No, he has been a bit quiet. and um, We'll talk to more Scotty a bit more about that as well. Coniglio back in uh, for the Giants. And how which good will was be... that to
2: win without Coniglio, who's yeah. been an absolute star again this year.
1: Couldn't get a game two years ago. Now no. is an important cog, that is for sure. Hey, stay with us on the warm-up this morning. We've got our marketplace buying and selling in the world of sport. But... Speaking of full fours that stayed at home, Scotty Cummings from SENWA to join us next.
0: For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to the Warm Up with Warlow and Moods. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the Warm Up with Warlow and Moods. Yeah looking forward to
1: tonight's game. Port Adelaide take on the Giants in Adelaide. I think there's only going to be five or six people going along. All thanks to little creatures village Geelong <laughs> and Perthie. Mm. Uh, superstar I was sort of reached out during the week uh, moons looking for a Port Adelaide formal player. Superstar of the game to comment on the All club's right. fortunes and tonight. Family. Uh, a lot of people said unavailable, so about sixth in line, I went and seen <laughs> Scotty Cummings from SNW, right, number way. one on my list. Yeah, Scotty. Scotty, no, we do appreciate it, and we want to talk a bit about big forwards as well. Scotland, welcome, mate. How are you? No, your business. Uh,
3: good to talk to you, mate. <laughs> um, how are
2: you, brother? I'm good, brother. What do you think about tonight, mate? Uh, your old your old mob just going up for a final. Yeah. I,
3: I, I've been really torn all week on this one. Um, you know, they've just they're, they're struggling down back. They lose McKenzie, He's in the strife. They're forward line Todd Marshall can't you know kick more than 30 meters. There. He's you know he's in trouble. Dixon not up. You know, it's just um, I'm not sure where their goals are going to come from. Midfield no drama. It's one of the best in the competition. But I'm really concerned that the injuries have hit them at the wrong time of year, and um, they're taking on a side that have just got this magnificent mantra. I know that we all know they're running with Why Not Us and, and they believe they can take on anyone, anywhere and they're playing with amazing confidence. So they need to get off a good start, Port, really bring... Crowd into it, and whoever turns up is going to be very interesting. Well, no, I, I, cannot, I cannot believe it's not going to be full. Well, know, we don't know,
2: camera. and we think it still might be. What's, what's the capacity there?
1: 55?
2: Oh, 60. Six, yeah, 55. 60. 60, okay. yeah. 60, okay. We'll have 58 there. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I think it's 55. I don't know on your show during the week that you had a bit of a crack with this audio. I just want to play it to people who he may not have heard it. Here is Kane Corns making excuses for Port Adelaide fans that they might not get to the game tonight? I don't know. Semi-final weekend is always an interesting one. I think people prefer if they're going to save any
3: money or any dollars for a prelim final week, and they think, you know, if I'm going to not spend the money this weekend, I'm going to save it for a prelim against Collingwood at the MCG. Maybe a, a reason behind
1: that. But, doubt, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think they, they would think that if we get knocked out, I don't want to be there anyway. If we win, I want to save my money for the following week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I think it will only be low 30s there. Incredible. And what I can understand is I know ticket prices for the finals can be a bit pricey. I get that. But you can't say, I don't want to go in case we lose. That's just not on. Oh,
3: it was just extraordinary. from corn. I'm not sure what he's thinking. And I don't even know who he was on with. Just then they agreed with him and went, yeah. It was right,
2: Jared, I would have stuck him
3: around too. Unbelievable. It was, uh, you, you go. You go. The finals in your in your backyard, they've got an enormous supporter base. Incredible yeah, support might, and might, noise. Might not all be members. Might not all be members, but you can buy a ticket uh, if they're available and go buy a ticket and go. If they don't fuel the joint, I'll be it. And why would you want to save your money to then either jump in your car or jump on a plane, which is going to cost you, then go to the MCG, which is going to cost you, and get your pants pulled down by Collingwood? Mm. Why would you want to watch to save your money for that?
2: No, I'm with you on that one, Scotty. I think it'll be an absolute packed house. It'll be unbelievable. What about talk? Just go back with the Giants at the moment, though. You talk about their forward line, uh, Hogan. But what about young Jake Riccardi? What are your thoughts on him?
3: Yeah, I'm a big, big, big fan of his. Um, I think he's playing the. Uh, oh, he's probably the third banana there, isn't he? Between mm. Hogan and uh, and Green, but. Uh, He's been kicking goals, you know, week in, week out. If he's not a one, or I think he's averaging a couple of goals a game. So, um, you know, he's certainly playing his role, and he's the sort of player I think that can bob up. And you know, if all the attention goes to Hogan, then he'll bob up and kick three or four. If, if it goes to him, then Hogan is off the leash. I don't think they can stop all of them, and that's the, and that's the problem. Obviously, there'll be Toby Green focused, but I just don't think they can stop. You know, they might stop one of Hogan or Riccardi, but they won't stop the other one. So. I think Jay Riccardi's had a, a really good, a really good season, and he's only getting stronger as the um, as the year goes on. So uh, he's um, well, he's, only, he's averaging a goal a game, but um, I think the last few weeks he's been um, yeah you know, a really good focal point. And if you take your eyes off him at any stage, he'll bob up and kick three or four. So I don't mind his work.
2: Hey, what about uh, there's a little bit of talk about Travis Boak at the moment, and we're coming to that time of year, obviously where unfortunately uh we've all been through it the older guys you know they start getting picked off as far as he should leave or he wants to stay and all of those type of things where do you think Boki's at
3: well hasn't he been a warrior um he's been just a star. been a superstar yeah and for for people to he's one of those people that has rung every inch of talent and every inch of ability out of his body he's done being one of the most professional units going around but i've He's one of those ones too, moons that and look you can't play forever it's no one's beaten father time and you, when it's time it's time there's always someone chasing your spot and if he if he's not how he was last year or the year before then you have to look at it he's he's been sensational but I think he'll go down as one of those players and when you retire there's been a couple over here in w a in in Hearn and mm-hmm. and that've just been universally respected um by the football world you know they just they, they dig in every week. They have a crack every week. They lead really well. And they're universally respected. I think Travis spoke. whether you go for Port Adelaide or not, you respect Travis spoken and, and what he's done. So it might be time for him. But as I said, um, he's probably earned the right to make that decision himself, mm-hmm. and not many do.
1: Just on that, I find it interesting, particularly with teams that are still in the finals. So maybe players like even a Franklin who's retired, but, uh, well, Sydney were in the finals last week. What, from your own experience, or even Moon's jumping here as well, is. What are players doing when they announce their retirement, but are still the season still rolling out? I mean, they rocking up the club every day. Are they staying at home? What? what no, you still rock up. And still you still rock up. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, but well, yeah. what if you can't train? What if you retired because you're you're injured?
2: Oh, that's up to the individual then. Isn't I mean, it. Make it make it appearance <laughs> here or there. Yeah, uh, still, uh, <laughs> start,
3: figure, start figuring out where your coins going yeah. yeah, you you uh, uh, you to come from. you might you might rock in one morning
2: up, hungover yeah. and not have to worry about yeah. it. What about
3: what about you?
1: When you were delisted those times, Scott, what um what happened? Did you Monday morning just go? Well, do you go and get your stuff, or you go? oh, don't even worry about it.
3: Well, listen here, you reptile. Uh, I was traded twice, um, oh, so that it was. I was told where I had to go. Um, delisted once, which was upsetting, and then I retired. Um, uh, straight up well I, basically I did my hamstring before the O2 grand final um, yeah. the Collingwood Brisbane grand final and so I knew it was all over but you go through the exit interview anyway um, and Mick pulled a sort of face at me and I looked straight away and said I retire <laughs> I retire. And, I'm in
2: first. Yeah. And, yeah, you
3: yeah, can't fire yeah. me. Um, I quit. Yeah. Oh, that was what it was like. I said, mate, you can't you can't take me if I retire. So, uh, I re- I'm going out in my terms. So these my terms. I said I retire, don't I? Go, I, he I said, yeah, I think you retire. Good retire? Yeah, great. So, um, look, well, you have a look at the on the other end. You got Dan Rich, who again another one yeah. of those boys that'll be universally respected. Uh, a great, and great man. um Retired announced his retirement, and we knew, you know, we know I know Dan you know, very well personally through family um, reasons. And he, we knew this was going to be his last year, but he announced it. But he was still, he's still hopeful that yeah, maybe yeah. If someone does drop, someone does drop. So he's there going to training every week. He's doing what he can every day to uh, just to be there if they need him. And uh, Well,
2: that's what um, I, I did that 2011. Amazing. I uh, yeah. retired and then and I thought to myself, oh, I'm a chance to get back in here. And Tommy Hawkins just kept playing well and then got better and better and better. And it was about the qualifying <laughs> final I was sitting on the couch and I went, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. He's not getting dropped now. And when you rocked up the training, <laughs> still half pissed. Well, that, was, that was probably a good indication. <laughs> well, I'm
3: surprised, Moon, being the old school man that you are, that Tommy didn't uh, suffer some unfortunate accident. Well, don't worry. You
2: there know, was there happen. was plenty of near near misses at training <laughs> that I tried to swipe him. <laughs> he just was. He saw me coming.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable, and didn't he? And and didn't uh, and didn't take a a, a, a um. Or it, he just went on from strength to strength from yeah. 2011 final series onwards. Seeing that grand final he played, yeah. I went, "Geez, okay, this bloke might be okay." Mm. And um, and then just got on to the career he's had. So, well, you should probably take great pleasure in the fact that you've helped him. I take along a lot. I take a lot of credit yeah. for that. Don't worry,
1: mate. Enjoy the footy over the weekend. Thanks for your time, and uh, let, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you very soon during the finals.
3: Yeah, moons. Good to talk to you. Always, Always great, great to talk you, to you,
2: Scotty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> See you more thanks, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> <you. laughs> there you go, Scotty Cummings, joining us uh, on the show this morning. Looking forward to tonight. Port and GWS, stay with us. We've got the local footy update. Plenty of finals action on the way, and the marketplace. We're buying, selling here in the warm up. All thanks to Little Creatures
0: for 30, at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to the Warm Up with Warlow and Moons. The marketplace for Little Creatures. All creatures welcome. Sells the Favorite part of the
1: show each and every week: the marketplace. We're buying and selling something in the world of sport. Let's uh, kick it off, Moons. What are you selling this week? What do you had enough of, or don't well, want to see?
2: Well, have you heard there's an ODI on over in South Africa?
1: Well, I I knew we were. I think I knew that we were on tour. I actually weren't. Wasn't sure which format it was.
2: What are we doing? Go, we play some just nothing games. Nothing games. Just, <laughs> why? Why are they over there?
1: I saw a stat or a post or something about Warner making some runs and that was enough for me. I, like I just Warner's making runs, it's a nothing I serious.
2: I saw a stat where Warner's shoe came off or something the other night and he got run out. Oh, but really? No. Is that where we're at?
1: I didn't see that, so that's um that's elite coverage. So I'm
2: selling that. Too much cricket, in just particularly after we've just come off such an amazing Ashes series.
1: And if we don't care about going to South Africa and South Africa don't care about cricket anymore, no. what are we doing? <laughs> we're not watching in, it at the I don't suits. think he's even there.
2: What are you selling, my friend? I am selling.
1: Wow, I'm selling Hamish Brayshaw this week. Now it's a brother of <laughs> Angus Brayshaw, who has come out and defended his brother in the club and all that sort of stuff. He's now he's playing in the waffle. Um, quite a handy is he player, to get
2: picked up from the Dees or something,
1: possibly. It? But he made some reasonable points about the suspension. But what I couldn't work out, or what I couldn't, um, I guess, buy. So I'm selling is the fact that he went down the nuffy path, and I'll show you exactly. He said.
0: If this happened in round three, sweet, no worries, mate. You've got weeks. The scrutiny comes under the fact that I think the AFL are desperate for Collingwood to win a premiership.
1: Now, say what you want. That's Facebook comment comments or talkback calls who ring up and say there's bias against the club of yes. the AFL. It's like, oh, that only happened because AFL doesn't want Essendon to win a premiership. Yes. Or, oh, poor Adelaide, it's a VFL thing. You know, like it's, mate, Hamish, some of your points were great, but you can't come out and be enough. You've got a walk away. So from that. my
2: my biggest thing is you should never. If if something happens to happen to me, I would never want my family to comment in public. Yeah, because it never comes out well. No, it doesn't. never. Because you, you never get your mum, never get your dad, <laughs> you never get your brother to get on radio, TV, or whatever it is to comment about you because it's all going to sound horrendous. I also and I'm sorry, <laughs> Hamish. That was shit-ass. That
1: was shit-ass because that was Nuffville. That, that was, was Nuffville. And just lastly on that, this is just one I wanted to play. Is Caro's a, been a reporter for a long time, but I'm not sure this was really part of the reporting and why she went down this path.
0: Max Gorn led him in. It was pretty tense, I understand. I'm not sure the flowers actually made it to a vase.
1: Who knows? And I think Max has confirmed they did make it to a vase <laughs> yes. now, which is great. This is what Max had to say. But That's some bad Chinese. I put the flowers in a vase. I got a text later that night from Danielle that I picked the wrong vase. Yeah, like, I just want to things, know, something. why
2: Why is Braden bringing flowers? <laughs> <laughs> Bring a slab of beer. Yeah. Bring and a bottle of wine.
1: Yeah, well, he, he bought a bottle of wine, but the flowers for me was a bit much. I don't know, but um, why Caro reported that she wasn't sure they made the vase for me, that's really
2: strange. I think that might have been a little, just, it was a little bit of a gag, you know, didn't, yep. make, it the, didn't yep. make it to the vase because they'd been thrown away. All right. Hey, what are you going to buy?
1: Buying this week, well, I'm buying this week a new NFL team. Um, last, you only just got one. Well, I did, but I'm um, trading in already. Ben Graham tipped me in last week because I said, "Look, I like New York as a city." They, so he they asked. They me. won. They did win, um, but their main man or whoever he, he was, I don't even know his name Aaron now. He in there for two minutes. <laughs> this is what Ben Graham had to say last week.
3: So they've got a good football team now, led by a star MVP Hall of Fame uh, quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. So there you go. You're now a Jet fan.
1: No, I'm not. I'm off him already because he's not playing with us this season. When he said uh, all Hall of Fame MVP Maybe it's talking about Tom Brady coming in. Yeah, no, fourth snap, I think it was. Yep. Literally,
2: he's Achilles snapped.
1: He's out for the season. He played seventy-five seconds for the yeah. New York Jets this season. Horrendous. So I'm going to get paid a new about
2: thirty million dollars.
1: Perfect. Incredible. Sit and watch for the rest of the year. Probably do special comments at the same time. Mm. What do you uh, buy? I'll tell week, you what mate? I'm going to
2: buy. I mentioned him earlier, Charlie Dixon. So this is my man. I love Charlie. He's uh, he's big. He's strong. He's yep. powerful. He'll knock people over. He's aggressive. He's a throwback, talking about the biff bumps and brawlers a little bit earlier. He's a throwback to the old school full forward or center forward.
1: Is he or does he need to have a big say on tonight? Uh,
2: he doesn't need to kick big bag, but he just will because the way that they play, they love to just get it into their forward on and then just keep it in there. So that means just, just constantly kicking it inside 50. So you're going to have numbers there. So what do you need? You need a big bloke to compete. Bring it to ground, then your smalls can go to work. So repeat, inside 50s are a big one for Port. Charlie Dixon makes sure that ball doesn't get marked by the opposition.
1: All right, that's our marketplace for this week. All thanks to FurFit, Little Creatures Village, Geelong. Order up, grab pizza or any schooner every Wednesday and Thursday at Little Creatures. For just 25 bucks. visit you Mate, where are you watching the footy tonight, Giants and Port?
2: Uh, from home, I think. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. I really thought about it. Yeah. I'm, you?
1: Well, if I had known that was your answer, I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enjoy the I'll find a t- pub somewhere, surely enjoy now. Enjoy the footy tonight. Uh, it's going to be a good game, actually, and hopefully you sell our ground uh, in, uh, in Adelaide. It's going to be an absolute belter. enjoy the footy over the weekend. We'll catch you next week on the warm-up.